Hi, and welcome back to the I Am Broken podcast. I'm your host, Robin, and thank you for joining me tonight. Uh, How's everybody doing? You know, um, I've been doing pretty good. It's been, you know, a little different, but um, I've been doing pretty good. Um, how's your week been? You know, I've had a long week, but I'm so glad that we get off early on Friday and then we're off on Monday for the holiday. So just really plan to just kind of chill out a little bit over the weekend. Um, so yeah, let me get started. Um, with a word of prayer. Gracious and heavenly father, I just come before you and just want to say thank you. Thank you for your goodness. Thank you for your mercy, Father God, that it's fresh and new daily, Father God. I thank you that your grace and mercy follow me throughout the day, Father God. Now, Lord, I just ask that you step in and you take over tonight, Father God. You will be my mouthpiece, Father God my voice, Father God, and let the ears that hear receive the word, Father God. And so, Lord, I just thank you today, Father God, for just being who you are, the Alpha, the Omega, the beginning, the end, the first, the last. You are the author and finisher of our of our faith today, Father God. Lord, we thank you for your son, Jesus, Father God, his blood and your spirit, Father God. Now, Lord, I ask that you just have your way tonight, Father God, and let it be life-changing even for me, Father God, let there be something in it, Father God. And so I just want to give you honor. I want to give you praise and I want to give you glory. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Again, how's everybody doing? I hope you all are doing well and have had a good week so far. Um, Tonight is really extremely special for me because I have a guest and um just waiting on her to you know i see her in the room but i need her to call in um and uh so we can go ahead and get this one started hey camille hey girl hey (laughs) (laughs) i saw you enter the room and i was like okay Why don't you just introduce yourself to everybody? (laughs) Okay. Hey, everybody. My name is Kamel. Corporately, I am an administrative director for a real estate brokerage here in Charlotte. Um, But outside of that, I am a wife. I am a mother. Uh, But most of all, I'm a woman who has made it her life's mission to basically master herself by becoming 1% better every day in hopes of impacting and influencing the world for the better. So I'm just someone that's on a journey of self-mastery and helping others to do the same. That is awesome. You know, I mean, well, it's been a while since Camille has been on the show with me. Um, Just to hear that getting better 1% every day. Yeah. When I tell you that just takes the stress and the pressure off like (laughs) like, you really do not you know it takes the stress and pressure off you know one percent is not a whole lot so but we don't need a whole lot just to even have faith he said if you have faith the size of a mustard seed 
So 1% is not a lot, but it can impact many different things. Look, compound it over time, you'll make uh, strides that you didn't even believe you can make. So if you get 1% better every day, there's 365 days in a year. What's that? Yeah. <laughs> so that's all you got to do. Well, you teaching me something today. I'm gonna have to. I'm just saying. Hey, I'm gonna have to get in we, on that one percent. <laughs> sometimes we make life too difficult. So you're I'm, right. I'm trying you, to simplify things because uh, I tend to overcomplicate it. <laughs> so I don't know anybody out here who don't. Girl. Well, yeah. you know, um, I'm excited about tonight. I'm excited to have you on. Um, you know, because. <laughs> Everybody can relate to what we're about to talk about. Yeah. And if and if they say that they can't, they're telling stories. Hey. Maybe you know, they're, I, maybe they're recovering procrastinators. You never know. Well, you know, that's <laughs> that, look, that's a true statement there. They could be recovering. <laughs> so if you haven't figured out yet, tonight's topic is about procrastination. Again, thank you to my guest, Kamel, for joining me. And this, we just going, you're welcome. You, We're going to let y'all in on a, our conversation. That's what it's going to be, a conversation amongst friends because Kamel is my friend. And I don't use that word often. So she's very important in my life. She's very key and a part of my destiny and the direction that God has taken me in. And I trust whatever God gives to her. Um, she always has <laughs> awesome words of wisdom and encouragement um, and just a pleasant person just to be around. And so Aww. I was just so glad that she agreed to come on to the show. And of course, I never give anyone the questions I'm going to ask. I'll just oh. give you the topic. <laughs> and so she said, what are we going to be talking about? I said, procrastination. She said, really? Right. Um, <laughs> like for real yeah we're gonna be talking about procrastination and so let's just jump right into it um procrastination is the action of delaying or postponing something why do we procrastinate we procrastinate on tasks we find difficult unpleasant evasive or just plain boring or stressful if a task feels especially overwhelming or provokes significant anxiety, it's often easiest to avoid it. So now we talked about this a little bit yesterday. Mm -hmm. And I said to you, remember I said, what if people are not really trying to avoid procrastination? What if they're just not passionate about whatever it is that they have put off? And mm -hmm. what was your response to that? <laughs> well, my response was that I don't know that it necessarily has to do with being passionate about things because a lot of people throw around, you know, I'm not passionate about stuff. I've done it, right? I've done that. I'm not passionate right. about this. I don't want to do it. Right. But for me, um, it didn't really have so much to do with being passionate about the thing, but it was the process that I was not excited about, right? Sometimes we, we take on things um, that are meaningful, right, and impactful, but the journey that it takes to become successful in the thing is difficult. So then we'll say, oh, well, I'm not passionate about that, so I don't want to do it. 
And for me, that's been what I've done in the past, right? I've said, well, I'm not passionate about it, probably because I didn't think that I was good at it or I didn't um, want to be uncomfortable. And I think that's what happens. A lot of people don't like to be uncomfortable in things. So Mm -hmm. we look for the things that are easy to do. And then if we're good at it automatically, then we'll say, oh, this is what I'm passionate about. I'm great at it. I'm going to jump in and I'm going to get it done. But, you know, growth is on the other side of our comfort zone. So sometimes um, those meaningful and impactful things are the things that are the most challenging. And those are the things that help us to grow. So it doesn't necessarily have to be passion, but just growth that we need to be attracted to. Okay. Well, conviction. (laughs) <laughs> I'm just saying, um, which takes me right into my next point, because uh, we had a guest pastor this past weekend at the church, Pastor Darius Daniels, mm-hmm. and there were some things that he said across that pulpit that just spoke volumes. I had to go back and listen to it again yesterday because it was freeing and also delivering in some areas of my life, you know, when you sit back and you reflect on, because truthfully, I am one of those people who procrastinate. Me too. Um, (laughs) (laughs) When I was in school taking classes in college, Mm -hmm. I would wait to the very last moment to write a paper. Why? Because I don't know what it was about that waiting to the last minute to get it done, that I would pull an A paper from out of nowhere. And every paper that I wrote at the last minute was always a great paper and I got a great grade on it. Why do you think that was? I don't know. I never really thought about it, but- Let me tell you, I I read somewhere (laughs) that, when we because i've done this in the past i've i've done that where i wait to the last minute to get a paper done right now bust it Mm -hmm. out and it'll be the best paper that i've ever written right Mm -hmm. but i read somewhere that people think that procrastination helps them like waiting to the last minute actually helps them when really all that is is because you have to get this thing done at a certain time Mm -hmm. you put all of your focus and attention into doing this thing (laughs) for this time so you can get it completed right so all it is really is sustained focus that you're using to get that paper done even though it's at the last minute whereas if maybe we took the time to maybe knock out what 80 percent of the work say we have two weeks to get a paper done right knock Mm -hmm. out 80 percent of the work on the front end use that sustained focus to get that done and then you know, tweak your paper and get it completed so that you're not putting all that pressure on yourself at the end. Okay. Well, uh, you know, that was a one, two punch in the gut. Um, (laughs) (laughs) with, with, you know, okay. Y'all she, she, she killing me right now. It's like Kamel two Robin zero at the moment. No, it's just because (laughs) you're talking to somebody who deals with procrastination on a regular, <laughs> right? So these are the things that I'm trying to use. I have to master myself. I've made it my life's mission to do that. So that's the only reason. That's why when you said you wanted to talk about procrastination, I'm like, okay, God, here we go. Here we go. Okay. <laughs> Which, you know, takes me to my next point. And this came across 
in a devotional that I was reading last week. And I thought that it was truly awesome to even come across this. Um, so I'm going to share this. Um, in the devotional, it said, putting procrastination into a habitual practice renders a negative reflection. Mm-hmm. It can impact rapport and diminish potential opportunities. It's a negative trait to possess and doesn't, it does not produce any growth. Mm-hmm. It stifles and can consume one into a cycle of an unhealthy routine. Another element to examine is the intention behind this course of action. There are many negative motivating factors that can influence our decision to put things off. Some of these include Mm self-esteem, insecurities, a lack of Mm -hmm. confidence in our abilities, etc. And the underlying theme is self-sabotage. How we feel about ourselves exudes through our actions. Mm -hmm. And Pastor Daniels was talking about that. This weekend, yeah, he talked about how you see yourself, right? Not how God sees us, but how you see you. Mm -hmm. Yeah, oftentimes, you know, those people who struggle like with poor self-image or um, they struggle with procrastination, right? But it's really, it's not. Let me see if I can get this right. Okay, so it's not who we are. Mm-hmm. that keeps us from pursuing our goals and dreams and whatever it is. It's who we think we are not that keeps us from getting there. Now that's good right there. That's real good. That's why self-image is very important. It's very important because how you see yourself, just like you said, affects how you move and function in the world. So, Hence a negative reflection. That's right. And it's almost like the man looking in a mirror and walking away and not remembering what he looked like. Right. You have to know who you are. Man. Y'all, she came out fighting this time. (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't even ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I'm going to get ready, though. I'm going to get ready. I'm going to get ready. As we go along, I'm I'm going to get ready. So. I found that there are three types. Well, actually it's four types of procrastinators. The first one is the avoider. You put things off just because they make you feel bad, whether the emotion is anxiety, boredom, overwhelmness, or sadness. What do you think? You know, I think that, um, if we allow our emotions uh, to dictate the things that we do in life, we're not going to get anything done. Emotions are great indicators, but terrible dictators. Okay. So. See, I really wasn't ready for that one either. When you get a moment, <laughs> you need to text me that. <laughs> because I have worked very hard to not allow my emotions mm-hmm dictate and control and consume my actions yeah but when you are a emotional person Uh um you said the word that you used is you one of those kind of people that feels Uh right 
When you're one of those kind of people that feels like I've always been that one who wore my emotions on my sleeves. Uh Uh-huh. I'm the same. Uh You know, you you could tell in my facial expression. I couldn't even hide it. So, you know, I don't know how many times I prayed and asked God for a face like Flint. So you couldn't tell. (laughs) (laughs) It just did not work because I'm very compassionate as Uh well. And mm-hmm. so a lot of times that seems to be the thing that get me caught up. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> get but, me caught up. Look, just 1% better every day, right? Because hey, the more yeah, the more emotionally stable we are, um the more the more we won't use our emotions as an excuse to not do the thing that we know that we're called to do. Right? Hey, so if you can keep your emotions under control, you know what I mean? And just move past the thing. Like, even if you have to, you know, take a, a breath, breathe through it, mm. you know, or even if you have to just say, you know what, let me give me a couple hours, <laughs> right? To take a break real quick, <laughs> get myself together, and then go and do the thing you need to do. You can't allow your emotions to dictate how you function in this world. We're going to be a mess. Well, the word already a mess, child. Right? But how can we make it better? by mastering ourselves, right? Yeah. We master ourselves to help other people to do the same. Uh, well, you know, uh, you are making some valid points here. Let me go <laughs> on to the second one. The optimist. You consistently think a task isn't going to take as long as it does or that you have more time to get the job done. Hmm. Hmm. I, I thought that was... About- yeah, yeah, I thought that one was interesting right there. Um, yeah. Yeah, go ahead, because I'm sorry. Because, you know, when you're working under a deadline, especially on your job, mm-hmm. you know, we're all given the same amount of time in a day. Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get any more minutes than me. <laughs> we all have right. the same amount of minutes. Mm-hmm. Um, so I thought that that one was kind of interesting. What are your thoughts? <sighs> the optimist you said is the person who thinks that they have more time to finish the job yeah i don't know anything about that because i always feel like i don't have enough (laughs) Enough (laughs) i don't know um i think the the people who uh the procrastinator who says that they um they think that they have enough time to get it done they're just like lazy with their time they're going to do whatever they want to do and then realize at the end oh my gosh i didn't have as much time as i thought that i had i need to hurry up and get this done whereas if maybe we stuck to a calendar put stuff in get it done when we're supposed to get it done maybe that'll help us not procrastinate which takes me right on into the third one the pleasure seeker you don't do what you're supposed to do (laughs) until you genuinely feel like doing it which doesn't always happen (laughs) just because we don't feel like doing something is not a valid reason to not do it that's true i mean just you know it kind of depends on what the situation and the circumstance is and what it is that you need to do yeah but i feel like we don't always feel like doing something right and just because our emotions tell us hey i don't feel like doing this thing what did i tell you earlier emotions are good indicators but terrible dictators 
So, mm. well, yeah. y'all, she up here teaching me some stuff. I, I'm okay. Yeah, she got me tonight. Uh, Camille, <laughs> <laughs> we'll talk about this afterwards. Oh, <laughs> um, <laughs> um, so this brings me into this. And I, and I find myself a lot of times um, doing this some mornings when that alarm go off and I'm saying I'm going to the gym. I hit the mm-hmm. snooze button. Okay. So procrastination is a mindset. Mm-hmm. It is the condition of the mind that says, I'll do it tomorrow or I just don't feel like it right now. Mm-hmm. And I almost did that this morning. <laughs> and I I really had hit the snooze button. Mm-hmm. I said, I'll get up in a few minutes. Uh, maybe I won't go today. I'll just go tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And then two minutes into it, it was like, nope, get up. Go to the gym. Mm-hmm. And and so it is a mindset, you yeah. know. Um, and if you're not careful, you know, because you feel like there's something lacking or missing, in that moment, you'll put off what you need to be doing in that moment, you'll put it off because of, there we go again with them feelings. <laughs> um, you, know, you know what I think helps? What helps? We have, we have to uh, be aware of why we're doing the thing in the first place, mm, right? And if we, can hold, if we can hold that in front of us, then, and keep it before us, then maybe that will help us to, it'll make it a little bit easier for us to get out of the bed when we know we're going to stay in the bed, you know what I mean? The five o'clock in the morning, going to the gym. Now my husband, that man gets up at the crack of dawn and he's out at the gym. Meanwhile, I'm like, okay, see, when you get back, roll over. I'm not going to nobody. (laughs) See, that's, that's, (laughs) but you know what though? That's, that's me. That, so my yeah, clock that, goes, clock. listen, my clock goes off at 3.15. Ooh, a.m.? Yes, ma'am. Uh-uh. Ooh, okay. And that's because the gym is open to, well, yeah, really Tuesday through Friday morning, 24 hours. Uh-huh. So I could go at midnight if I wanted to. And the gym uh-huh. would be open and I can go get my workout on and come on home and, you know, shower, get in the bed, whatever. But because... Uh-huh. I'm an early riser and I usually start working early than most of the, most of my team. That's mm-hmm. a good thing for me. So yeah. I understand that. But anyway, I so when we see y'all more than people, I'm not one. <laughs> <laughs> um, there's two scriptures that I want you to get for me. Uh, Luke nine, 59 through 62. And then Ephesians five fifteen through seventeen. Hold on, hold on. Yeah, hold on. You ain't tell me that. See, see, I don't tell everything. See, I don't tell yeah. everything. I don't tell everything. Catch me off guard. <laughs> catch me off guard. Wait a minute. <laughs> so why, Luke? What? I'm sorry. Nine. Luke chapter nine, verse mm-hmm. fifty nine, verse fifty nine through sixty two. Okay. And then Ephesians. Chapter five, verse 15 through 17. And I'm going to go to my next point while you're getting those scriptures. So when we procrastinate, we delay the God ordained destiny in our lives. Other times we mask it with busyness. 
there are a lot of reasons that we put off our destiny, but it's almost always due to fear. Taking action really means having faith, which Uh speaks to what you were saying about how we see ourselves right? and the ability, you know, when you think about, and Pastor Daniels made this point in his message on Sunday about all the people that God used, Mm -hmm. they didn't think that they had the ability to do what he was sending them to do. So Mm -hmm. he had to pour into them to give them help boost their confidence and reassure them that they got it, that they had Mm -hmm. it, that they was capable of doing what they were assigned to do. Mm -hmm. Um, And it's the same with us. You know, when you operate in fear means you have no faith. You can't have faith and be fearful. The Mm -hmm. two, that's like an oxymoron. They, They don't go together. We can't say that we trust you, Lord, with this, well, I know what you told me and I trust you that you're going to give me what I need to accomplish that, but then not do it because we start to think, what if somebody doesn't receive it? What if Mm -hmm. I fail at it? What if, you know, am I really cut out for this? Do I really have the ability to do what you're calling me to do? And it just made me think about our conversation yesterday and how I share it with you. There's two more books that I need to write. Mm-hmm. They should have been written. Mm-hmm. And I said that it wasn't going to take me 12 years to write these next two books because mm-hmm. they're simultaneously, I should be working on both of them together. And the problem with why I haven't started is because I wanted to collab with men on the one book because I, I want to hear a man's thoughts and his side on what I want to talk about Mm -hmm. because I cannot speak for a man. I'm not a man. Mm -hmm. I don't know how a man thinks. Mm -hmm. None of that. Why? Because he didn't make me to be a man. He made me to be a woman. Mm -hmm. And so I can only speak for, how a woman may think because I'm a woman Mm -hmm. and that has been a hindrance for lack of better terms for me. Not that I've been trying to put it off and not wanting to work on it. It's been a hindrance Um, because I really want to collab with men, not using men's names in it or anything like that. I just want to use their experiences because I feel like when you have both sides and both perspectives, it helps bring more clarity to the picture. Okay. And so that's the reason why I haven't starting on, on those, Mm -hmm. but what is Luke chapter nine, 59 through 62 saying? Uh, Luke chapter nine, verse 59 says, He said to another man, follow me. But he replied, Lord, first let me go and bury my father. Jesus said to him, let the dead bury the dead, but you go and proclaim the kingdom of God. You said to to which one, 61 or 62? 62, 62. okay. Mm -hmm. Still another said, I will follow you, Lord, but first let me go back and say goodbye to my family. 
In verse 62, Jesus replied, no one who puts a hand to the plow and looks back is fit for service in the kingdom of God. <laughs> he he literally, he told them, basically, he told them, if and it, that's what he says to us in today's time and terms. So if you put it in today's context, what he's saying is, is take up your cross and follow me. Whatever you have going on, if you have enough faith to believe that I am who I said I am, then whatever doubt you're having, whatever anxiety you're having about following me, uh -huh. that's not for you to be worried about because I got you. Uh -huh. You know, so, and I thought that it was interesting how Jesus always spoke to them in parables and then had to break it down what he meant. Mm -hmm. I just think that, you know, even if you look at the Bible, it shows that people can always come up with some kind of excuse as to why they're not going to do what they, they should be doing. <laughs> so there was a bunch of procrastinators in the word of God. I there mean, you go. <laughs> so, anyway, what does Ephesians 5, 15 through 17 say? Okay, wait a minute, Amy. Flip over to Ephesians 5. You said 15 through 17, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. 15 says, be very careful then how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Okay. Point example, 10 virgins. Five of them was prepared and five of them wasn't. Mm -hmm. And when the call came, the five that was not prepared got left. Mm -hmm. And that's basically what he's saying to us today. Don't procrastinate. <laughs> no, because you don't know when right. the time is coming. We know it's coming, but we don't know when it's coming. And even if you are not thoroughly equipped or fully prepared, you shouldn't be so far from it that you just miss it all the way completely. Uh -huh. Because we've all had plenty of opportunities to get in line and walk by faith and not by sight. Uh -huh. Again, you can't be saying that you're, you have faith, but you're fearful. Right. And so it is just that 1% getting up, putting one foot in front of the other. You know what, Lord, I, I don't know what it is today, but I'm going to trust you for whatever I need for today. And I learned how to do that coming through the quarantine. Mm -hmm. Because I was bad about putting so much on myself trying to figure out how I was going to do this, how this was going to get done, how that was going to get done, when this was going to happen, all of that. But when mm -hmm. everything is shut down and you can't do nothing, mm -hmm. you have no other choice yeah. but to just take it one day at a time. And sometimes it is just taking it moment by moment. Mm -hmm. Giving yourself that time, like you said earlier, take a breath, just breathe for a minute. You know mm -hmm. what? Let me just give myself a few minutes yeah. and then go back to it. 
you know, because it does a world of good a lot mm -hmm. more than we think it does. So I thought that this was interesting when I read it. It said, is procrastination a sin? Yes, procrastination is a sin in that it misses the mark of God's best for your life. The dangers of procrastination in the Bible show that delaying doing what is right can lead to unnecessary loss. Now, think about <laughs> who wants to be thinking about when you stand before God and he said, well, I had this, 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 and this, but you didn't get it. You missed it because you were there, there, there. You weren't even close here, <laughs> but I had this for you. Uh -huh. So procrastination, you know, my post that I put up while I was advertising, you know, us doing this show uh -huh. is a thief of time. We all got the same amount of time in a day. We all get the same amount of time and what you do with your time speaks volumes to who you are. Uh -huh. And I didn't even realize that procrastination was such a bad habit <laughs> to have, a bad habit to have until I started looking and researching out things to talk about for tonight. Mm -hmm. And I was just like, man, mm -hmm. whew, okay, I got work to do. Uh -huh. We all do. 1% <laughs> better though, 1% better. I like that 1%. That might be a that that might be another topic for a show. One percent. Um, <laughs> but the second thing is that it brings thorns and weeds. Thorns and weeds can hinder growth. Without mm -hmm. the proper attention and disciplined effort, our potential is never reached. Uh -huh. So now, man, when you planning well, laying seed down for your grass. Mm -hmm. You have to prepare the soil. It's no different than our life. You know, right. preparing our hearts, which is the soil for, and those things that need to be plucked up and pulled up, you know, if they're not plucked up and pulled up, they're going to swallow all the good stuff. They're going to choke hold everything else that's good. Mm -hmm. And it just puts me in the mind of how, you know how you can have that one friend, right? Mm -hmm. That you, they always know that they can depend on you. But mm -hmm. that one time mm -hmm. that you are not able to be there, mm -hmm. it's almost like they look, like they forget about all the other times that you've been there. Yeah. What are your thoughts? I think we had, we need to have grace with people right I think right. everybody is walking their their own journey and I think that people are not perfect right so when it comes to a time where you know the people who you usually can depend on that one time they can't mm -hmm. um if they're truly a friend to you you'll have grace you'll extend grace and realize that it's nothing personal that they probably didn't do anything intentional in to intentionally hurt you right 
right? It was just a moment in time that they were not able to follow through on something that they may, you know, have said that they were going to do. Amen. Now, life's version of thorns and weeds are like, are things like excuses, Mm -hmm. (laughs) disappointments, Mm -hmm. shying away from uncomfortable situations, and even the false belief that we have all the time in the world, which talk, it speaks to all of your points that you have made Mm -hmm. from the beginning (laughs) of this conversation. (laughs) (laughs) We do use excuses. Mm-hmm. to try to justify why we're not doing what we are supposed to be doing in that moment. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. But anyway, <laughs> uh, it deteriorates our defenses, makes us vulnerable. Fences mm-hmm. and walls are meant to act as a protection for us. Procrastination mm-hmm. and laziness also leaves us unguarded. So when we neglect what we know we should do, our confidence and self-worth take a hit. An undisciplined mind is easily infiltrated by a plethora of negative in this world. So when our lives are not in order, it is easy to get into a situation where we are unprepared and suffer a loss. Mm -hmm. So let's break that down. Okay. Vulnerability. Something that we do not like to be. Mm-mm. Nobody not. likes to be vulnerable. Because I think for some, it speaks a sign of weakness when you are vulnerable. But that doesn't always make it a bad thing. No, I think vulnerability is good if you're being vulnerable with the right people. You have to be vulnerable with with people in um, who you have or hold as safe places to be vulnerable with, right? Everybody doesn't have the right um, to be, to hold those things that you have, that you hold dear to yourself. They don't have the right, everyone doesn't have, have a right to have access to all of those things. So you have to be vulnerable in safe spaces. Safe spaces is what I'm trying to say. I like this, an undisciplined mind You know, when you think about where the battle begins anyway, it -hmm. begins in our minds. Right. And the biggest battle that we are having is really us against us. Mm -hmm. A lot of times we try to make it about us against somebody else or somebody against us, whatever the case might be. Mm -hmm. But really it's a battle within ourselves. And so an undisciplined mind will allow everything that is, it opens a door for negativity to invade your space. Uh And I think I've said this, and even you have said this in conversations that we've had previously, where we Uh talked about protecting our space. Uh You talked about setting boundaries, Uh you know, um, which is a good thing to do. Why? Mm -hmm. Because if not, then you have so many different things that could impact Uh your actions. Right. When there's no boundaries. Right. Because there's 
Sorry, go ahead. When there's so much negativity around you. Mm -hmm. Go ahead. Yep. I was just going to say, if you're, if, if you know you have things that you need to get done, but you're always saying yes to someone else, then mm. you kind of procrastinate and push the things that are important to you aside because you're feeling obligated to do things for someone else. So you have to set a boundary to say, okay, yes, I, I would love to help, but you know, I have this that I need to get done. So you need to figure out, basically you need to prioritize. Okay, what's important and right. what's urgent, <laughs> right? Right, right, right. So right. yeah, if we can do that, then, you know, we'll be able to better manage our time. Exactly, exactly. Which leads me here. Procrastination leads to theft and robbery. A sudden stolen destiny. The lack of readiness can lead to destruction and complete loss. Consider that procrastination is a series of small, convenient compromises over time that could lead to a single moment of devastating inconvenience. Mm -hmm. Now, small, convenient compromises. Why? Because there's no boundaries that's been set. Mm -hmm. And we talked about that yesterday mm -hmm. in our mm -hmm. brief conversation. We talked about, you know, and I think that was one of the things that I shared with you that I have put so much of me into everyone else's things mm -hmm. that the things that are for me is lacking. Mm -hmm. And so got to work on that. That 1% child, that 1% that you was talking about, I got to work on it. And that is setting boundaries. Um, yeah. And if we, you know, time management is important, right? So mm -hmm. if we want to not only do things for ourselves, but we also want to be of help to other people, right? right? So if we can utilize our calendar and say, okay, I know that I have this to get done for myself. These are the hours that I'm working on things that I need to do for me, right? Someone right. else may need something like, like for instance, the podcast, right? Right. I have intentionally set aside time to do the podcast, right? Right. You have to prioritize your calendar. You have to say, okay, this is what I need to get done for me, but this is what I also want to be of service to other people. So right. how can I incorporate it? block out time, use your calendar, but make right. sure that you stick to your calendar so that you're able to um, get your stuff done and be a service to other people as well. That's true. So now, which brings me here, how to avoid the dangers of procrastination and reap a harvest? Because that's really what it's about. You want to see, you want to, like, I just don't want to leave this earth not doing what I knew that I was supposed to have done while mm -hmm. I was here. Right. You know, because how many of, you know, those that we have loved and cared about that have passed on, you know, left here, not really doing everything that they could have been doing or should have been doing um, versus what they were doing. And, and they're not coming back. Mm -hmm. you know so it's not like they left 
and they passed on and tomorrow they come back mm-hmm. no that's that's not how that works and so i just don't want to be one of those people who leave here unfulfilled yeah. and knowing that i have not done everything that god has given me an assignment to do right. i just don't so want to die people. you want to die empty right yeah they say the graveyard is full of unmanifested dreams because well, people die with their dreams and everything that god gave them <laughs> to give to the world they die with them so. and i don't want to be one of those people right um and so the first thing is remove the weeds and thorns that have grown in your life mm-hmm. commitment to clearing them and making a way for ground that is ready for good seed so that might mean some people you know Mm -hmm. we don't really like to talk about that you know they're removing people removing people you know because especially people that you have been friends with or whatever the case might be for years and sometimes I just kind of feel like there are some that are meant to be pillars in our lives. Mm-hmm. And so no matter what, no matter where, which direction you're at, you're in, in your life or which road that you have taken, y'all are, that's just going true to the end. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then there are other people who have been a part of your life for some time, but maybe the season you guys have outgrown each other. Mm-hmm. Right. Yep. But sometimes you don't want to walk away from that person because they've always been there. You guys have been through a lot and, you know, and you just want to keep them around. But our life is like that seasons. We, we go through different seasons in our life. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And spring is for new beginnings. Mm hmm. Why? Because you are getting prepared for you coming out of winter and getting prepared for fresh, the fresh start, mm-hmm. new growth. And you should have grown in between winter and spring. Mm-hmm. But if you haven't grown between winter and spring, then there's something wrong. You know, I shouldn't look like I did two years ago. I shouldn't even look like I did 10 years ago. You know, and I was talking to my nephew earlier about this today, and I was saying to him, you know, when you're going into a new place, you got to change your mindset about that. You mm-hmm. can't take the old mindset into something new. Mm-hmm. It doesn't work. And it yeah. will not work. Mm-hmm. What are your thoughts? I agree with that. But I also try to keep in mind that everybody grows at different rates and paces. Right. And really the only thing that we can control is ourself. Right. And right. sometimes we have to be the ones that lead by example. So as long as I'm controlling what I can control, which is myself and my actions, then hopefully whatever I do say, do or say will impact and influence someone else positively. Maybe, you know, someone may be stuck and may not know how to change, may not realize that they, you know, the environment that they're in or the people that they keep close to them are not beneficial or helping them to grow, Mm -hmm. right? 
but mm-hmm. they can see something different about me. And then maybe I can spark something inside of them that makes them want to change. But it's not my job to make sure that they change. Right. Of course. I not. have to love people. Right. I have to love people where they are. But I'm just saying that, you know, everybody grows at different rates. So and that's absolutely true. Mm-hmm. Nobody, nobody grows the same, you know, right. um, and it isn't really for us to make sure that, you know, we done prep the ground, we done planted the seed, we done watered it and, mm-hmm. you know, we done nurtured and all, oh, that's not for us to do that. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean by seasons of your life, you know. Yeah, all we do is just plant the seed, let God do the rest. Exactly. Yeah. So then the second thing, rebuild the walls in your life by pushing yourself, build confidence, protect the borders of your mind by renewing daily with positivity from God's word. That is across the board, your relationship mm-hmm. with him. Because when you are in relationship with him, that means you're saying, Lord, I'm coming before you naked and vulnerable because I need you. I can't mm-hmm. do this without you. And mm-hmm. it's not going to work unless you fix this. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of times we have death grips on different things and situations and people mm-hmm. that we will not give over to him. We will not allow him to do what he needs to do within us. Mm-hmm. And I know that for me, um, I have just been one of those people that unless I honestly believe in my heart that I have done all that I can do and I can't do anymore and I'm Mm -hmm. done with that situation, Mm -hmm. that's when I'm done, you know, and it might be a little foolish to operate in that capacity because, you know, sometimes you set yourself up for the okie doke, right? Mm -hmm. Because you can't change other people. You can only... You can only change how you respond and what you right. do. Right. In in any situation that you're put in or any environment that you're placed in. And mm-hmm. so I think that God's word is one of the most important things that we have today. Mm-hmm. And if you're not in his word, what are you doing? How do you how do you expect to to go throughout your day, you know? Um, and I know for me, when I start to feel overwhelmed and when I start to start, when my thoughts start to run away and get the best of me, cause you know, I used, I say, you know, if somebody really knew what I truly was thinking sometimes, I don't know if I have too many friends, <laughs> but I'm thankful for, you know, you and Linda, because y'all are truly a blessing in my life, you know, because you can handle my thoughts. Mm-hmm. in the truest and purest form that I can bring them to you in mm-hmm. without no judgment. And that's mm-hmm. the other part. Some of us are too judgmental. Yeah. Which makes it hard for people to let their guard down to be vulnerable mm-hmm. because, mm-hmm. you know, we got so many folks just like, okay, well, did you hear what she said? Did you hear, did you see what he did? That's what I mean about having a safe space to express how you feel, right? 
Mm-hmm. You want to have a safe space where someone isn't um, condemning you for, you know, having the feelings that you have at times. Um, they'll allow you to vent, but they will also not allow you to stay in that space. Right. Now, you know, I've always said you have to know the difference in between when a person is complaining and when they're venting. Mm hmm. But that comes by by way of relationship. Right. So when you know who the person is, you know, okay, she on some trash today. She complaining about, I don't want to hear all that. Mm-hmm. Or, you know, <laughs> she just needed somebody, she needed an ear, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm just going to be quiet and let her get that one off, you mm-hmm. know. But you have to know the difference in between the two because there is a difference. Mm-hmm. But that comes out of relationship. And then it comes out of how you see the person. Because mm-hmm. the way that you see them is the way that you'll receive from them. So right. if ever I come around you and I'm always negative, always got some crazy stuff going on, drama, whatever, you ain't going to be bothering me too much. Mm-hmm. Because it's hard to hear from that person when, and they could be telling you right. Mm-hmm. But you can't hear from them because of how you see them. Right. Last one. Believe in yourself and get around people that will help you tear up those weeds, plant the right seeds, and help you rebuild. I say it all the time and I will say it again. Get someone that you can be accountable to. Mm -hmm. Because when you can hold yourself accountable, these are folks that's not going to tell you what you want to hear all the time. These are, going, these are going to be people who are going to tell you what you need to hear in that moment. Because it could be a matter of life or death for you. And so I'm grateful and thankful that I have people around me who are like that. Mm-hmm. Who won't tell me what I want to hear. But who will keep me accountable. No, mm-hmm. you you wasn't good with that one. Because you remember a while back, we had a conversation a long time ago. And it's about <laughs> my son. And you said to me, Robin, well, was it because he didn't do what you wanted him to do? And I said, no, Camille. It wasn't. <laughs> you were mad at me that day. <laughs> I was. Because I was like, is she kidding me right now? <laughs> like, for real, you really go ask me, was that the reason why I feel the way that I feel? No, that's not the reason why I feel the way that I feel. I was just trying to get clarification. That's all. (laughs) (laughs) But, you know, again, if you did not know me well Mm -hmm. as you as you know me, Mm -hmm. that could have offended you to a point where you didn't even want to have a conversation with me. Mm -hmm. And so we have to be careful while we're being mindful. We also have to be careful. Because we don't want to be going around here offending people. Yeah. You know, um, ideally, when God answers the things that we have prayed about, they never look the way that we expect them to look. Mm-hmm. It hardly ever looks the way we think it's supposed to look. <laughs> no, ma'am. It's never going to look the way you want it to look. Because if it did, my bank account would have Girl. so many zeros behind it right now. And I would be living my best life. Right. You know, flying, jet setting, different places. You know, I don't have to work, you know, because right. I'm good. Um, but that's not the case. Mm-hmm. 
And it's not that it cannot be the case. It's baby steps. God gives right. us what we can handle in that season that we're in. Right. For that season. Doesn't mm-hmm. mean that it can't happen. It just means that he has something else that he wants us to focus on in that moment for right now. Because we don't know what he's doing on the other side of that door. You know. Mm-hmm. So I just want to say thank you, you know, because this has been a great conversation with you. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, I knew that you would bring something different, something unique, because you are so wise and you're always encouraging. Um, and I'm just grateful and thankful for you. Um, and I'm thankful that you said yes, that you accepted, that you shared your vulnerability. Mm-hmm. with people who are listening to us have this conversation. So y'all, we just let y'all in on how our conversations be going for real, for real <laughs> outside of this podcast. So we, yeah. we didn't rehearse none of this stuff because this is how we do when we get on the phone and get to talking to each other, right. um, what we are doing right now. And again, thank you for just saying yes, because you could have said welcome. no. Um, but I believe that the things that you brought to this conversation may be the next step for somebody who hears this. Mm-hmm. Because clearly, well, I, I am think about the 1%. <laughs> well, thank you for having me. Um, it's, it's always an honor when someone asks me to, to share. Um, so thank you for asking me to do it. Um, and pulling me outside of my comfort zone because you know my first mindset, uh, uh-uh. uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, because y'all, we were supposed to have been on Instagram, but she, you know, my mm-hmm. friend is she's so pretty and oh, thank you. She, you know, so she's just as pretty on the inside as she is on the outside. And I wanted to do this live on Instagram, but she was like, "Do we have to? Do people right. gotta mm-hmm. see me?" Like, right. Why can't they just listen? Just listen. <laughs> so again, thank you um, for just taking the time out. And so now as I wrap up, you know, if you hadn't have, if you have not had an opportunity to listen to what I talked about the week before, um, take a moment, go back and listen to it. Um, it, it do you smell how you, like how you talk, you know, and this here procrastination is just one of those things that speak to how you carry yourself you know the things that you're saying and the things that you're doing not matching and that's what i talked about last week the things that we say and the things that we do it creates a smell and it's easily able to be picked up on not just by people that are close to you, but even the enemy can pick up on a scent. So, you know, last week I told y'all I was stinking up the place. This week, I'm going to do better because my friend gave me that she she sold a word, a seed in my life tonight by saying, take the 1% every day. And that's not a whole lot. When you really think about 1%, 1% really is not a lot. And so... Every day, I want to strive to do better than I did the day before. Be better in the way that I am with myself and with others. 
And so, again, I'm just so thankful and grateful um, for the opportunity and the platform that God has given me. If you do not follow me on Instagram, you can find me on broken at broken underscore zero one 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 two one. I'm on Twitter also. I don't really go to Twitter too much because you know they be doing the most on Twitter. But I just use it as a platform to keep everyone abreast of what I have going on. And um, I'm going to say this tonight, but I also will put up a post about this. But tonight will be not really the last podcast, but it will be the podcast. And I'm going to take a break until the fall. Why? Because I talked about growth and I want this to grow. I feel like God is calling me to take this to a different level and I need to get myself prepared. I can't go to the next level unprepared. And so I'm going to take this time to become better prepared, bring a better perspective, um, because the show is growing. I want to do more with it um, because it's an opportunity of a lifetime. And I'm just so grateful and thankful for those who tune in every week just to hear what I'm talking about, you know, because you don't, there's probably a thousand and one other different things you could be doing with your time, but you sacrifice enough to just listen and hear me have a conversation. Sometimes with you all and there isn't anyone. And sometimes there's someone like tonight, I had a guest who shared the platform with me and I'm just so grateful and thankful that you tune in to take a time out to listen. Now you can find the podcast. If you know anyone who's interested in sponsoring it, let me know, reach out to me on Instagram, broken underscore zero one 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 two one interested in sponsoring the podcast. Let me know. Um, You can find the podcast on Podbean, Apple, Google, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartRadio, TuneIn. Those are just some. Um, Again, thank you for taking the time to join me. But before I close out, let me close out with a word of prayer. Gracious and Heavenly Father, I just want to say thank you. Thank you for just the opportunity to be in your presence yet one more time, Father God. Thank you for the conversation that me and my friend had. Now, Lord, I just ask that you touch the lives of those who will listen, the ears who will hear what we talked about tonight, that you touch them in such a way, Father God, that not only does it produce a change in their life, Father God, but it will bring you glory, that you will be glorified in whatever it is that they put their hands to, Father God. Let procrastination not be a thing that kills our time, Father God, but a thing that fuels and motivates us to continue to move forward and keep doing the things that you have called us to do. And when we become distracted, Father God, I just ask that everything that tries to be in the way that you have already provided a way of escape, that we will do what you have called us to do. I ask these things in the name of your son. It's in the name of Jesus that I pray. Amen. Again, thank you for joining me tonight. You guys be blessed and I will be back in the fall in September. See you then.